Welcome back, everybody, once again to the greatest thing that you'll ever hear this week. The Brink. Featuring Bennis. And Mallory and Ness. On this wet and beautiful day in beautiful and somewhat plain Invercargill, which is nice to know that it exists. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, another big show as per usual. Um, are you excited? Two big things happening this week. Eurovision and the Australian election. What's yes. more exciting for you? <laughs> Eurovision. Eurovision. Now, how pumped are you to now go into this knowing what it is, whereas last year you were like, oh my God, what's this thing Ben's making me watch? That's not what I sound like, first of all. Second, so excited. What song is your favourite? You haven't heard any of them, have you? No. You heard the Australian one? Yes. Do you remember it? E- uh, yes. <laughs> That's very accurate. 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 You're not excited for the election? Why aren't you excited for the election? I just don't care. You just don't care? <laughs> you're marrying an Australian and you don't care about the future of the country that he's from, basically. Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. We will have our third, third prime minister in the space of six months, which is um, sad. But a new record? True. Oh, is it a new record? Probably not. Actually, no, it's about seven or eight months, to be honest. Um, but, hey, I, I don't think it is a record. I think in 2013, we would have had about three in that amount of time as well. So, what's the most you've had in that amount of time? I have no idea. One. Do you know who your current Prime Minister is? Two. At the moment? Seven. Who's your Trudeau. current? Yeah. <laughs> and do you like him? El Justini. El what? El um, Justini. Yep. Do you appreciate him for being a human being? Eh. No? Did eh. you vote in the last election? No. Have you ever voted? No. Will you ever vote? Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have to live in Canada for that. Oh. Were you were you eligible to vote in the last election? Yes. And why didn't you vote? I've only ever been eligible for one election. And why didn't you vote? I had to work on the day that I was supposed to go vote. Oh. When do you vote? Do you vote on a Saturday or is it a Tuesday like in America? <laughs> <laughs> Good question, I'm, Ben. I'm glad you know these things. Saturday for Australia, but uh, you put a cap behind you, by the way. Um, uh, given that you haven't heard any of the songs except for Australia, what country in Europe would you like to see win? Just on a you know, Sweden, Hungary. <laughs> Hungary. Why Hungary? Because that's what I chose. That's what you chose. I actually, this is the part where I should probably play this song. I, I actually haven't even listened to them yet because at the time of recording this, I've got to listen to them all to record a preview episode on Euros Vision, now available via iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all those sort of things. Um, so what else has been happening during the week? Not much. Not much? Our bed broke. It did. It did. Um, you'll hear me talk about that to Colin later on in this episode. So, great way of spoiling that. Thanks for that. Um, Sorry. <laughs> we're seeing Detective Pikachu this week. Are you excited for that? Woo! No? Ryan Reynolds, yay! But if it didn't have Ryan Reynolds in it, would you be even going to see this with me? No. <laughs> What's wrong with Detective Pikachu? He's little Pikachu and he's a detective. Literally nothing is wrong with it. I just was not that child. You, you were, like, too little to, you know... Was it, were your because your mum was a bit religious? Was she all like, "Oh no, Pokemon's evil" because it's like against Jesus and stuff? Yes, really. <laughs> oh, she's actually being serious. That's like because Harry Potter apparently isn't that like bad mm-hmm. against like yeah. Well, it's like magic. That's crazy. Stuff. That's 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 exactly what other people believe in too. But um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Um, Carlton lost again. Not surprising. No, um, Vancouver Canucks. 
lost again. They haven't played. Oh, well, they're losing anyway. Um, who do you who are you going for in the final four out of the teams that are left? What's that look for? I'm trying to remember the final four teams You're that really are really squashing my foot. I know that San Jose is one of them. Mm-hmm. St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. Yep. Carolina. Carolina. And Boston. And Boston. Mm. Um, either the Carolina Hurricanes mm. or the. Not San Jose. What was it? St. St. Louis. <laughs> okay, um, Carolina. Like, no one cares about Carolina. Just Hurricanes. not the Bruins. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Celtics got eliminated from the NBA, so they can't win the Boston Slam, but they can still win three out of the four. So, and whether the Raptors are not choked tomorrow, probably Game Seven. You know. Um, all right. Well, we might go into some more shit and come back and do some Quizzington stuff next. <laughs> Time for me to press this button for kind of the last time. Flashback and sad news to report is that we're running out of these. As of today, this is the last group of best of moments we have from classic best of end of year compilations, and it's a bit of a sad moment. Doesn't mean we're not going to play classic moments for you moving forward, but at least for the time being, we're going to be coming up with some new ideas from classic moments in our history to play. But right now, we're going to wrap it all up with Frank Woodley five questions, Tim Ferguson and Paul McDermott go to Bernie, Sledge on the Edge 2014, and The Fury Inside Ben, all from the year that was. 2014. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Frank Woodley, question number one. What is your favourite type of cheese? Cheese? Um, oh, tasty. Tasty. Just the regular cheese? Just the regular tasty. Yep. I, I don't even know... I don't even know what the other cheeses are called. See, I said I'm not a foodie. Exactly, you did, and I've got a food question. How uh, how ironic does that turn out? Uh, question number two, when it comes to toilet paper, are you a folder or a scruncher? A oh, folder, definitely. Folder. Yep. And, and I go in from the front. Ah, oh, right, so front to, to back? or yeah. No, yeah, I go in from the front. I used to go to the back. I don't know, don't know why. When I was about 30, <laughs> I don't think the concept of going in from the front had ever occurred to me, and then I heard someone discussing it, and I had a crack, and it's worked for me. I've gone in from the front ever since. <laughs> and uh, having... hey, and here's a little tip for people. I didn't realise this. Have you ever had that experience of a of a super buoyant poo? Uh, I mean, a lot of people have had that. I have actually. Now that I think, yeah, of it. yep, yep. It's a terrifying and, and very upsetting experience. Well, happened to me a couple of months ago. It was at a friend's place. Guess what? I just reached into the toilet bowl, pushed it under, and then just washed my hands afterwards, and it was fine. I didn't die or anything. Well, there you so, go. Yeah, that, that's a little bit of, I don't know if there's any kind of health professionals out there who are going, that's not the most hygienic <laughs> advice I've, I've heard recently, but um, just give yourself a good wash afterwards. It seems to work fine. I've got to remember that next time I go to the bathroom. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. Uh, question number three. Growing up, what was your dream job? Um, I wanted to be Harry Butler, actually. Who was like a you know a precursor to Steve Irwin? Ah. So he wasn't he wasn't he didn't kind of wrestle crocodiles so much as he'd he'd lift up a log and go ah look there's a go on goanna under here look at that isn't it a beautiful creature and that's what I wanted to do when I was about you know fourteen mm-hmm. still time yeah, got yeah, yeah, of time yeah. ahead of you we found a blue know? tongue in our backyard recently and that was pretty exciting so yeah, yeah. yeah I might he had a big bushy beard and I, I might start growing it do it I, I could see it would suit you very well uh, question number four also growing up who was your childhood celebrity crush um Nana Muscuri ah Actually, yes yeah. I, I don't know what it was about her, but she just really 
flick that switch in it's me. It's that voice. It's that Greek voice, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I think that might have been. Oh, now you're making me think of Anonymous Corey. Thanks for that. Uh, final question today. And, and, and interestingly, the kind of the kind of I see her in like these, you know, big thick black glasses and a white caftan, <laughs> which I don't normally associate with sexiness, but for some reason with Nana Muscuri really got me going. I could see a TV show, Frank Woodley and Nana Muscuri <laughs> discover wildlife. <laughs> I'm not sure if she's still kicking around. I haven't seen her for about 30 years, but um, I, oh. I quite like to hook up with her. Come back to her. Come back to her. Uh, final question. Frank Woodley, what is your worst habit? Uh, my worst habit is that I, um, I'm a finger chewer, and it's particularly antisocial in my case because I don't restrict it to my own fingernails. <laughs> right. So people in the front row should be uh, scared at your show then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yes. Look out. Look out, people. I like bludges. That's what we all do down here in Tasmania. We bludge. Not at Edge FM. No, no. way. You, you put in the effort. Professional here. Always at Edge. <laughs> don't, let, don't let Joe Hockey and... Tony Abbott here, you say that. They'll be quite upset. <laughs> well, they nearly... Yeah. You're, you're not on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> they nearly cut us. They were uh, thinking about cutting our funding. I think if you, uh, Ben, if you go around bragging that you're a, you're a slacker and you're not pulling your weight <laughs> in... Uh, in contemporary Australia, then you're you're on the you're on a boat out. Yes, I'm afraid. Yes, and that'll uh, be the next step. <laughs> never, never to be let back in through the borders. Yeah. Plenty, of boats, plenty of boats going out, Ben. Just none coming in. None coming so, back in. None. Tim, did you get a chance to to check out Mona and Paul? Have Have you come here to check out Mona yet? Uh, I love I love Mona. I think it's probably the finest museum of its kind in Australia, if not if not the world. It's um it's extraordinary, groundbreaking. Um, and and cleverness and insight governs all the actions at Mona. It just uh, it just seems to be that's a wondrous a wondrous inventive glorious place. Yeah. And I could see the uh, the that's poo thing. machine there would um, fit in well with perhaps some material for the Doug Anthony All Stars. Have you thought about using the poo machine into some material? I, I've got my own mate. <laughs> Don't we? Well, wish we had <laughs> one. <laughs> I've already got one. Based the on, best on thing about... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. my thoughts gone. I've forgotten my oh, thoughts no. now. It's a really big thought. <laughs> now, one good thing about Mona is that before Mona happened, whenever you went to Hobart, people would always ask the inevitable question, have you been to Bernie? <laughs> but it's better now. Yes. yes, anything to avoid going to Bernie. It's great. I like oh, I don't, don't diss Bernie. I like Bernie. Oh. I used Bernie in conversation just yesterday. Really? How does that come out? How did yeah, Bernie yeah. come up? Oh, I saw two people uh, in flannelette shirts coming towards me. Apart from my family. <laughs> Oh, they, they had, uh, perfect. They had exacto jackets on and um, and hug boots. They said, "Where have you come from, Bernie?" And they. <laughs> well, I'm oh, glad. Yeah, I oh, I'm uh, glad Bernie's place. getting some use outside of this state. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was in a private conversation with friends. <laughs> we're upset. Uh, look, let's just do the maths here. That I believe puts you to thirty-six. So, this feels really strange because he's in the studio. <laughs> it is great pleasure that I wish to declare the winner of the 2014 Sledge on the Edge, Mr. Ron Hunt. Wow. I I never thought this would be possible. He's, he's <laughs> Neither knocked, did I. He's knocked off the king. Uh, Ron Hunt's come in first year and done it. Amazing, Rod. 
how are you feeling? Uh, well, I'm looking forward to driving the car, Ben. Um, <laughs> so that's the prize, isn't it? Uh, it is, A little yes. red sporty number <laughs> yes. uh, up in the car park. I saw it as I came in today. Uh, but the $200,000 prize money, uh, I'll just uh, put that in the bank and continue with my normal life. It's, uh, you know, look, Mika wasn't too happy with how you went in the prelims rounds because you got... Understandably so. <laughs> I have had the luckiest run of anybody in this competition ever. <laughs> but you take it when you can, all right? This is what Ride you do. It. Well done. Congratulations. Tim, yeah. uh, runner-up for, for 2014. You've gone first, 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 second. That's, that still don't mean feat. Well, no, I'm on a steady decline now. Yes, yeah, so it'll be third next year, do you reckon? Uh, no, I've got three years of second. <laughs> That's right. Are, are you, are you Disappointed right now, or I oh, won't lie to you. I'm a little disappointed. Say la vie. Oh well, you made the grand final. That's um... yeah. I'm going to have to focus on a better specialist topic. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, third. Uh, you continue through tra- the tradition of um, about to become co-host, finishing third. Uh, Lauren did it last year in the sledge, so uh, you know you keep the tradition going. I'm okay with this. You're okay with that? Uh, you did very well in your Doctor Who oh, questions. Oh, sorry, that was awesome. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good choice of specialty subjects. Speaking of good choices in specialty subjects, Caitlin, <laughs> I apologise for those Red Dwarf ones being maybe a little bit too obscure. <laughs> I think maybe I just need to go back and rewatch. So I'll see you in about three weeks, <laughs> yes. probably. But uh, are, you, are you satisfied making the grand final? You did very well, well in Tuesday and the semi. Well, I didn't think that I would make it to... The, the final. And also, I did hear some of Noah's semi-final <laughs> questions, so I feel like maybe I got off lightly in the semi-final as well. Yeah, Noah's still not happy about that. He's still not happy about well, it all. Well, I didn't know some of them as well, so... <laughs> uh, well, you each get a goodie bag, you each get a little certificate, and I'm going to get photos of you all holding them and celebrating outside. Now, the special prize, because there's CDs in there, beautifully provided to us by our remote control records in there for you, um, of course. Now, uh, Tim, you might be disappointed, because, of course, as the winner of the Sledge on the Edge, uh, you get the best of the brink from the previous year, as well as video highlights. Now, you, obviously, you've got a collection, don't you? I've almost worn them out. You have, and you're very disappointed. But fear not, my friend, second place also gets a best of the brink. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you still get the collection going. That's but Rod, fantastic, you? you get your best of the brink. Fantastic. But the, the, the key prize, which maybe Tim's probably now going to be happy he didn't win, Rod, you win a copy of the 2013 AFL Grand Final on DVD. Oh, so. <laughs> Sensational. I was kind of thinking if Tim had won that, he would have thrown it in the bin. Oh, no, you've got to, got to watch to learn. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, there you go. I don't know if you brilliant. own that one yet, right? No, that's, that's brilliant. You Thank can you. The Mighty Hawks. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Yeah, anyway, I used to work in a shop which involved ratings. But, um, like, I, yeah, the fury inside of me, Dakota. And this is me doing this in a... Trying to do this in a calm way on airway, you know? Um... O four two seven double three four double three six. Let us know your thoughts on this because we would love to hear your thoughts. Yep. Um, and seriously, boycott, boycott Target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just. Yep. I'm not going into that shop ever again. Not no. that I really ever do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> because it, this is ah. Ah! Oh, well, who goes into Target to buy video games anyway? Exactly. Video, video game, video game. I don't remember the last time I bought a video game from Target. Yeah. <laughs> Like, okay, Target, good on you. Um, we're still, guess what, guys? We're still going to get angry today. This isn't even Ben and yeah. Dakota get angry. This is just started. Ben and Dakota have a rant. Yeah. Tell you what, bring us in a dim sim, calm us down. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. And you know what else calms us down, Dakota? Oh, what calms us down? Well, oh, look, yes. Well, look. This does calm us down. Didn't play it last week. No. 
played no, it on Monday, so we're going to play it twice this week to catch it up. This is the time where the audience goes, oh, for God's sake. Slightly good news, too. Yeah. We've made a bit of progress in getting these guys on for an interview as well. So uh, that's more so than I could have said a week ago. So Sweet. I'm happy with that. Hopefully it might be done before we go on our little break, but we'll we'll soon see. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we are officially the home on Edge Radio of, well, actually just the brink and Edge Radio. We're on Edge Radio. Yeah. We are the home <laughs> of the greatest Italian band to ever grace this earth. Italian. They are Italian. Wow. See. Um, uh, and they created the second greatest song in the history of the world. Second greatest song? What is the greatest? I won't admit what that is on air because I will embarrass myself. Here is Eiffel 65 and Blue. It is the Brink, Edge Radio 99. Well, hang on, let's try that again. Uh, we'll edit that bit out. Here is Eiffel 65 and Blue. It is the Brink, yeah. Edge Radio. <laughs> And we're back to do some more questions from Richard Herring and his emergency questions. Are you excited? So excited. 381 to 400 this week. Woo, we're almost there. We are. All right. Okay, 381. Mm-hmm. What do women want? Ben. All right. Yep. That what, well, was going to be that? food, love, <laughs> chocolate, sweets, all sweets. Mm. <laughs> Number 382. I was that simple. What did the smelliest cab driver you've ever been in a taxi with smell of? Um, yeah, I, I'm not really... When we talk, I swear there was a taxi question previously. There was. It was like your worst experience in a cab, maybe? Like, I don't catch that many taxis. It's all about the Uber. Um, but even then, like, growing up, going out, I just... I was stingy with money. I still am. Like, I just... I didn't... Like, if I could avoid catching a taxi... I'd catch a bus in and just crash at somebody else's house. Like, I would avoid catching a taxi wherever I could. So, I don't think I've ever been in this. I think maybe one of the taxi drivers had bad BO. That's about it. I've only ever been in one taxi, I think, so. And was it smelly? No. Okay. 383, have you ever been in a police car? Yes. I don't think I have. Maybe, like, as a kid, like, at, like, some sort of fun day or something. When I was, um, like, 18 or 19 and I, um just got too drunk and walked off on my friends and they didn't know where I was so they went looking for me and they sent the cops and basically the cops found me and then drove me back to my friends so I got in the back of a cop car there you go yeah I was very drunk so what's the strangest statue you've ever seen uh well the other day we saw um those giant teeth thing in Dunedin actually no the strangest statue I saw was at Mona in one of the exhibitions it was like um it was a statue of a uh Japanese like manga uh, character and it was masturbating and there were giant ejaculate drops coming from its doodle and it was like floating around its head um, and it was meant to signify Japanese people masturbating. I don't know what it was signifying. Alrighty. It was pretty odd. Probably those teeth that you mentioned Yeah, for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 385, what's the most unlikely thing you've ever done on a bus? <laughs> um, hmm... That's a good question. Uh, I've recorded podcast segments on a bus, I believe. Uh, we did last year in Sydney. Um, we did. Yes. Um, uh, a friend of mine came out to me as gay on the back seat of a bus and I laughed in his face and didn't believe him, but he was actually telling the truth. So that was awkward. Um, yeah, maybe the, I caught a bus. There you go. Like, I just I just don't catch buses. You know, there's buses in this city. Like, no one catches them, so... I actually read an article the other day saying they were probably going to cut routes because no one's catching them. But anyway. I don't think I've ever done anything unlikely on a bus. 
I slept on a bus. <laughs> Good that for me. It's not unlikely, I don't feel. Um, why did Itsu in Notting Hill change from a sit-down sushi restaurant with all this all the stuff going round on a conveyor belt to just selling stuff out of fridges? Well, can you find out, please? Cost-cutting measures. Yes. And the movie stopped being famous, so they had to cut back from the tourists. 387. And now it's an... And now it's an... The extra special Caitlin Morin emergency question. Have you ever pooed in a bag? No. No. Moving on. No. No, I haven't. Why did Jesus say... Why hast thou forsaken me on the cross? Had he forgotten about the plan that he and his dad had come up with to save mankind? We're just going to move on and not answer that question, please. It's, I don't... 389. (laughs) Which of the thousands of gods in possibly imagined... Yes. Inexistent is the most ludicrous. Feel free to make one up if you can't think of an actual one. Uh, Loki. The god of mischief. Because... Tom Hiddleston isn't that mischievous. Yes. What's your I answer? Have, I have no answers. Medusa. <laughs> have you ever seen a UFO or an alien outside of a UFO or an alien beaming into a UFO or running up the ga- gangplank of a UFO? I've seen a UFO. Um, I've seen all the rest of that question on TV and in movies. I guess the TV and movies question would be or answer would be my answer. I was just going to say no. Have you ever seen the band UF Ow? (laughs) (laughs) The band UF Ow? I've never heard of UF Ow. I haven't seen them either. Have you ever seen the band UFO in a UFO or running up the gangplank of a UFO? No. Also no. Which toy did you want, did you always want for Christmas but never received? When you were an adult, did you buy it for yourself? And if so, was it as good as you hoped? I wanted lots of toys that I never got when I was a kid. Um... I always wanted, like, that have that action man, the greatest hero of them all. It was, like, this action figurine guy who, like, had, like, fucking guns and shit, and I never got one of them. I always wanted toy guns, but mum would never let me get toy guns. And then I think I did buy myself a toy gun eventually. Um, yeah, lots of things that I wanted as a kid. And did I buy them? Um, sure. If I want a dinosaur toy, I'll buy a dinosaur toy. Like, I mean, fuck it. You only live once, I want a dinosaur toy. So don't judge me. Okay. I don't think there... I don't know. I don't remember if there was one for me. Um, 394. What is your favorite collar? Collar? Yeah. Like around my neck? Collar. Um, I don't have one. Me either. Um, also (laughs) it says if they start telling you their favorite color, shout in their face. I said collar, you idiot. Anyway. Uh 395. If you had to permanently seal up one of the holes in your body, I am not including the pores in your skin or hair follicles, so don't be a smartass. If you had to, which hole would you permanently seal up and why? And what would the repercussions be? Is your belly button a hole? Yeah, good one. I mean, it sort of, it used to be. Like, I don't think it is anymore, but um, my left not- nostril. Because I think... Like, if you sealed up your nostrils, yeah, you wouldn't be able to smell, but you'd probably still be able to taste because, like, you've still got your sense of smell, but you just sealed your holes up. So, you know, like, you know, they say, like, if you could lose one of your senses. I mean, smell's always the one I think you go with. The only the only downside is you probably lose your lack of taste. I've, I had um, bronchitis, and basically I could not taste for about two or three months, and it's actually quite terrible not being able to taste things. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, you can answer that now. 
I don't have a good answer for this. I don't know. <laughs> I want to say my belly button now because you brought it up. Well, I mean, I, I, is it technically a hole? I like don't know. An orifice. Moving on. 396. If Abraham Lincoln materialized in front of you, having traveled from the past, and you had 45 seconds to converse him with him, what would you say? Or would you just stare at his hat? I would grab a phone, take a photo, and maybe record like a 30-second video and get his opinions on Donald Trump. Because that would be a good news story. Abraham Lincoln thinks Donald Trump is a great president. I mean, what if he said that? Like, that would be global headlines. True. I would stare at his hat. 397. Have you ever been somewhere foreign and obscure and unexpectedly bumped into someone you knew? Yes. Um... I was in Sydney once, and at the time I was working at Starbucks, and I was standing with my friend in uh, Central Station, and he was like, he was stopped for something, and all of a sudden this guy walked past, and he was like, Ben, I looked up, and it was my assistant manager from Starbucks, um, and I was in Salt Lake City, and I got talking to somebody from Tasmania who knew uh, Josh, so, but that's because he's a Mormon, and I was in Salt Lake City, and it was, yeah. There you go. Um, I'd go with No. Like, I run into people at home all the time, but that's different. Are there more questions than answers? What if you include wrong answers? Um, I would say there are more questions than answers because I would say there are probably things that can't be answered. And even if you did include wrong answers, um, you could bounce back with a question. That's a That's a tricky one because, I mean, either way, like, Technically, then, for answers, questions that you could answer, you could come up with a million wrong answers. So, like, what's your name? I could just sit here and go, John, Sam, Milford, Bed, Dildo. Like, and, like, everyone's wrong. But, you know what I mean? That's a tricky... That's a good question. All right. What's your answer? I'd, I'd go with answers. There's more answers than questions. Yeah, no, I think I might take that back. I think I agree with you. Yeah. Can you answer this question with a question? It depends on whether or not the question is good enough to answer with a question. No, that's not a question. Hang on. So <laughs> what? Can you answer this question with a question? Only if you... Do you ask, me, ask me the question. <laughs> ask me the question again. I'm thinking. Can you answer this question with a question? Do you think you could answer my question with a question if I asked you a question? No. Can I? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Number 400, last one for today. What is the least amazing coincidence that you have experienced? The least amazing coincidence that I have experienced? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's a tricky one. I have no answer for this The least amazing coincidence that you can... um, Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one. Jeez, he's on the ball this week, isn't he, old Richard? Anyway, um, no, that's, I, I can't answer it. Good job. Okay. That was our 20 questions of the week. Similar to what I had before earlier with flashback, but maybe a little bit sadder today for the last time. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favourite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics! Here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. It's Forget the Lyrics! Not the last time ever, boo! Well, 
least the last time of classic forget the lyrics from our past we plan to do new ones of these still in the future so get excited because you know i am the last few that we've got today all talking about yourself me and everyone else apparently i'm singing what is love josh is singing what i've done and john howard is singing what makes you beautiful so again as i said before sit back relax and enjoy accents they are funny and awesome yeah yeah what accent do you want to hear now? Jama on or French? <laughs> Icelandic! <laughs> Not even Icelandic! I don't know what hell that is! Ooh, advertising for karaoke. <laughs> Went to another country They spoke with another accent I said, hey you, you don't sound like me Where are you from? From France They went to the International Foundation Of accents that didn't sound French Don't judge me, I'm Ben Singers annoying. Sorry, that was me. Sorry. It's a bit rude. I'll stop. I'll stop interrupting you. I really wish people could see our heads right now. Yeah. I'm getting a sore neck. It's a really head bumping song. When I speak in another accent, I've got to get permission from upstairs. They're so important. They say, hey, Ben, that accent, it sucks. Get permission to do a New Zealand accent. They're quite difficult to do. What about American? You gotta sing like this. Or Canadian? What you talking about? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Message to Tim and to Rove for stealing bits of our show. And now we're distraught and we're angry for the thousand lies. So let mercy come and keep us back till we do something to you. Yes, Rove, this is a message to you and Tim as well. 
This isn't gonna go down well for you And now Look at what you've done With the hands of your shakiness, Rove So, Rove, I mean what I'm saying And so does Ben Yeah Never take our stuff from the brink Cause we hate it when you do it This is a strong message to you And never give advice to your other listeners and your things Cause we do it here on the brink Oh goodness me, how good are these boys? Oh. Hi Jeanette, love ya, haha <laughs> You're so beautiful. Your name's Jeanette. I want to make sure you're dry when you're wet. Oh, you don't need to put your makeup because you're so beautiful. And when we go to the shop, we like buying swimming pools. Everybody else wants to be with Jeanette. She's so sexy. She makes me like her as a pet. Oh, Jeanette, you light me up. Oh, yes, you do. I want to go to the shop. And only with you when I get older and greyer and maybe grow some hair, you want to know. Oh, oh, Jeanette, you are so beautiful. You make me want to come across to you and draw a picture of you on a piece of cheese that you want to eat that cheese on a piece of bread. Oh, Jeanette, Jeanette, you know you are beautiful because that is what uh, makes you beautiful. Oh, Ben, you should tune in. So come on, Jeanette, go to the shop with me. I don't know why I like to talk about going to the shop because there's so many things about you that make me see that you really are special and part of my family. All the people in Australia want to be with you. They love you, Jeanette, but I'm the only one who can be because, Jeanette, you light up my life. Like everybody else does. It's such a shame that this is a song that no one's got to listen to. Because Jeanette, let me tell you, when you come over, I'm going to give you a kiss. A kiss on those beautiful lips. Oh, Jeanette, you really make me want to come across. You make me want to come across and make you the boss. And you make me want to see what you see and be Prime Minister like me. Oh, Jeanette Howard, you are so beautiful. Couple of weeks, which is better than a year, which I think happened before. I can't remember. Whatever. It's Colin Hilding in Canada. Hello, Colin. Welcome back. Hello. I'm wide awake. <laughs> you, you really? <laughs> How much sleep have you Not had really. in the last five days? Um, believe it or not. It's not bad. I, I have like a Fitbit watch and it tracks sleep and I'm averaging about four and a half <laughs> to five hours a day. I, I say a day because it's like I may sleep a few hours at night and then I'll sleep 10 minutes and then I'll be up for a few hours. Then I'll sleep half an hour and be up for a few hours. But when you add it all up, I mean, it's almost like real sleep. Almost. Well, I've got problems too. I woke up this morning and my bed broke. <laughs> so how am I meant to sleep tonight? <laughs> what were you doing on it? Sleeping. Like legitimately I woke up. <laughs> And it bro- like I, I wish I had a better story to tell, but it's shitty New Zealand craftsmanship. That's what it is. We've had this bed for six months. 
Like the last time I had a bed and it broke, like legitimate story, I was having sex on it. So like I was like 19, <laughs> fun story. Ha ha, I broke a bed during that act. This time around, literally woke up and it broke. Like... You don't even have a fun story to tell. I don't. Again, (laughs) fucking warehouse in this country. But we should mention... Shoddy workmanship. Shoddy Kiwi workmanship. We should mention the reason why (laughs) you haven't had much sleep is not because you and Jamie have just been going at it like hammer and tong. Um, That you... Well, you didn't. Jamie gave birth to twins. I mean, we had the royal baby born during the week, but who gives a shit? Because on the same day, Jamie popped out too. So in your face, Megan Markle. That's right. Yeah, we doubled your kids. (laughs) What did you ever do? (laughs) it's uh yeah it's an adjustment to make you know we've got a three-year-old and uh well the twins is now tripling what we had before it's not just as easy as one new kid you know there's things that you think oh this will be interesting you know you're gonna have to worry about juggling feeding babies and then you don't realize that especially when they're first born they need to eat like every three hours pretty much on the dot even if you're tired and they're asleep you wake them up and you feed them because they need to put a certain amount of weight on now try doing that when it takes about 20 minutes to feed a baby and then it takes 20 minutes to feed another baby and then you have to pump in between to start getting milk supply going sorry to gross everybody out and then you got to put them back to bed and then by the time you're settled in you're like oh great we got an hour and 15 minutes to the next one and this is why i use condoms um it's (laughs) I mean, look, it's it's great news that you, you're a father again, <laughs> um, but I can imagine it is, it is tricky. Has this just put you off now? I mean, how many times are people asking you now, oh, when's the next one coming along? <laughs> people have said that the whole pregnancy, and uh, I, I laugh at Jamie because she started telling everybody that she knew, oh, we're definitely done after this, no more. And then she started getting like she gets stopped all the time in public because when you're pregnant with twins it is very obvious that it's more than one baby in there and uh people always be like oh are you, are you gonna because tr-? she's like oh yeah we're having two more boys we have one already are you gonna try for a girl and she's like no i'm done <laughs> now it's actually just gotten to the point where she would walk around in public and people are like oh when are you expecting your baby she says oh i'm pregnant with twins they're doing a month but then i'm done after that <laughs> like a perfect stranger she's still i'm done and even at the hospital nurses are like oh so you got another boy and then you got these two boys who, yeah, but I'm not trying for a girl. I'm done. <laughs> she wants to make it very clear. There are no more babies happening here. Because, like, let's think about it. We had one. Then we had two. Three is coming next. likely the next. <laughs> no, it's more likely it'll be four because we've doubled each pregnancy. I'm not ending up with quadruplets next time. Do, do, do you believe her, though? Like, do you is Jamie the type of person to hold that? Or do you feel in, like, 18 months' time? It's like, fuck, I really want a girl. Yeah, no, um, I've asked her many questions throughout this pregnancy, uh, including uh, I said to her, you know, if you ever were to get in the mood for having, not get in that mood, never got in the mood for <laughs> That happens only every three years. It's whatever she wants to conceive. Yeah. We're almost like Vulcans. We only breed every couple of years. Um, no, if you ever felt like, oh, I really want another baby. Oh, it would be nice if we had another baby. I'm like, if you looked back on what it felt like to be pregnant with twins, would you ever do it again? She's like, nope, not in a million years. Like, all it's going to take is you saying, Jamie, remember what he... She just yelled from upstairs, no way! <laughs> I feel I feel like putting me. money on this, and I, I feel in a couple of years' time, you're going to have another one. I, like, oh, no. I honestly feel that you will. And you know what? Here's the other thing. I'm a competitive person, <laughs> uh, and sometimes you don't want to compete uh, in the wrong for the wrong reasons. My sister has five kids. My brother has four, partly because they got pregnant with twins. 
I don't want to be topping them. I'm going to let them have that one. I'll be competitive in every other area. But in this sense, I look at myself, I'm going to be competitive to be the only one that does not have four or more children in my family. It's a golf score. You win. You've only got three. So you've got the lowest score. <laughs> yes. So, that works. And if you heard, Jamie just screamed hallelujah from the <laughs> next floor. <laughs> you did manage to sneak Bond into one of their names, though. Now, please yes. tell me this was deliberate. It was totally deliberate. Um I was, well, we were looking for names, and the very first thing I did was I went through all the Bond villains, all of the henchmen. Uh, when we were thinking about girls, I went through all the Bond girls. <laughs> Pussy and... galore. Pussy galore. Holly Goodhead. Holly Goodhead. <laughs> Believe it or not, Holly was one of the two names we had if they were girls. <laughs> no joke. Um, and, and how great would that be? Holly Hilding? Uh, Holly like, Hilding. You're not going to top that. that. That sounds like a Bond <laughs> but, girl name. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I told her, you know, no matter what, we're having two boys. We have endless options for names, you know, for middle names especially. So I want to put something Bond in there. And I think she's actually the first one to say, well, well, would you just use Bond as a middle name? I'm like, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> it came out of your mouth, not mine. Wow. So, yeah, Bond is, uh, well, our first one is Remy uh, William Lennox. And Lennox, you know, as an Olympic fan, you should know, is named after Olympic gold medalist for Canada, Lennox Lewis, mm-hmm. who also is the most famous British boxers. Did go for and Donovan? I did choose that. What about Donovan? <laughs> what about Ben Donovan? Johnson? Oh, Donovan. <laughs> like, I thought about all of the, the <laughs> names, but what it came down to is Jamie originally wanted Lennox as a first name. Uh. And I'm like, I don't like it as a first name, but hey, if you let me give his middle name as Lewis, I'll do it. And then when she realized why I wanted Lennox Lewis Hilding, she was opposed to it. But <laughs> we moved it to the middle name. And then the other one being Casey Edward Bond. Um, I will also mention Remy was a name that Jamie was in love with. Uh, originally spelt with an I. She changed it to a Y at the last minute. Uh, I was not sold on the name. And then I showed her the Remington Seal TV show and I said... <laughs> If I agree to the name Remy, can I tell people he's named after Remington Steele? And she goes, sure. And then she changed the spelling on me so it doesn't make sense anymore. But I'll still call him Remington Steele. I went to high school with a Remy. He was a shit. So um, hopefully he doesn't <laughs> turn out that way. Uh, well, congratulations. How's Casper finding? I mean, you've, I, I believe you've only just come home uh, with obviously one another's one sort of still in hospital at the moment. But uh, how's Casper been? Yeah, he's... Uh... He's not a gentle person. Uh, so, first <laughs> throwing time, him around the room. <laughs> well, the first time I had him on my lap, I put a picture up. You probably saw it. I had him on my lap as he was holding the baby the first time. He was laughing, and then he sort of placed his hand on top of the baby's face, a little bit rough, which almost like a slap in the face. <laughs> and then he was like laughing and jiggling it, and I'm like, "That's you're gonna get shaken baby syndrome." Um, he, Yesterday, he decided he wanted to cover the baby up with a blanket because he said, good night, go to sleep. And then he pulled the blanket all the way over its face, which is more like something you do in a morgue. Sadistic <laughs> uh, Casper. We're, yeah, we're, we're keeping him hands off of the babies, but it kind of scares us because every time the baby does something, if it sneezes, if it makes a noise, if it groans, if it opens its eyes, he laughs. And not like a, ha that's so cute. It's more like, <laughs> which is a little sadistic so we got our eye on him yeah well okay then uh, <laughs> not coming to your house anytime soon again um speaking of giving birth uh the conference finals of the stanley cup playoffs are around <laughs> and if we didn't care about it before we definitely don't care about it anymore because your beloved yeah. new york islanders 
were swept by the Carolina yeah. Hurricanes. What is? I mean, this really is maybe the most least interested I've ever been in this in a long time because oh, a yeah. final four in the uh, in the East we've got Boston versus Carolina. And, I mean, they can't have the Boston slam anymore. The Celtics got eliminated from the basketball, so that's one thing. But they've still got a chance to win three out of the four goddamn championships. Uh, and then on the other side in the West, you've got the two sides that have never won it ever, St. Louis and San Jose. So uh, do do we care about anyone here? Well, I've sort of resigned myself that Boston's probably going to win this. Um, I thought that Dallas would have been the, the biggest competition they'd have, and then Dallas got knocked out. Uh I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch it once it gets to Stanley Cup Finals. I might watch a little bit. If there's one team I'm rooting for, it's probably going to be San Jose. Just because I remember being a kid and them being the first new team that I had ever seen. Uh, and plus, I, who doesn't love Sharks, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they made it a couple years ago. It would be nice if they could win. Uh, but like, oh, there could not be four teams that uh, were less likely to make it here, but also I'm as disinterested in. Uh, and I don't mind San Jose, but... My last hope after New York got knocked out was uh, the Avalanche. And I loved the Avalanche, you know, back in the late 90s, early 2000s. I couldn't care less about them now. You know, and then St. Louis, Dallas. I mean, uh, and plus my predictions, I'm still only getting one right per round. Like, I picked Boston. <laughs> I got two. And then, I, think I, I think I got see, St. Louis and San Jose correct. You so. officially win. <laughs> you're, you're, you've won. The non-Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I look, I... I I have a friend who's a big Sharks fan. Uh, I know someone who likes St. Louis because she grew up there. Boston, meh. And I don't even <laughs> remember that Carolina exists. Like, so I want it to be Carolina versus Columbus because it would have been the two invisible teams playing each other. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm still on the NBA playoffs. Come on now. Uh, game seven, the Raptors need to beat Philadelphia to make it through to the conference finals. So, But they'll choke. Uh, they're from Toronto, game seven. We know what usually happens there. <laughs> yeah. uh, finally, the um, Simpsons, about a week or so ago, did a Canadian-themed episode. I think their second fully Canadian-themed episode, Doe Canada. Um, quite a funny episode, actually. I, I messaged you saying, had you seen it? Because we all know The Simpsons really is, is a... You know, not even close to what it used to be, and I still don't know why I watch it every week. But this is one of the best new episodes I've seen in quite some time. But it's it's actually causing a bit of controversy over there. Yeah. Well, before it came out, it was a big news story here. Like people were legitimately excited about it. And even though the show's not nearly where it was, I would probably make the argument it gets better ratings in Canada than it does in America. I mean, there was a point where The Simpsons was a top five show for like several years. Like, like during the time of friends in Seinfeld, the Simpsons was right up there here in Canada. Uh, and it has a huge fan base and every Canadian loves every time the Simpsons makes a Canadian reference. So doing a full episode, people were talking about all, like I had never seen so much promotion into the Simpsons, uh, and news stories everywhere. Uh, you know, the episode aired and there wasn't really big reactions one way or the other. I mean, I personally, I did see it, uh, you know, a couple of days after you did. And I thought it was funny. It was probably the most I've laughed at Simpsons in a long time. You know, it's still not, you're laughing at every joke. You're laughing maybe at every six, but it was pretty good. And it was also written by a Canadian from what I understand. So there were a lot of jokes in there that I think Canadians would have really gotten, especially the Justin Trudeau stuff uh, that other people wouldn't have. The controversy though was the one moment where I think it was Ralph Wiggum that, he was uh, saying he was a newfie and he started clubbing a seal. Um, I, I heard about the controversy. And I thought it was the seal clubbing thing that was the big controversy. 
And apparently it's the term newfie, which everybody in Canada uses. They're saying it's a slur. Uh, okay. People are saying that this is a like like a racial slur. Newfie is in reference to a province. I mean, could it ever be considered a slur if you uh, shorten New York to NY? Mm-hmm. All those NYers. I mean, it's not like it's a race. It's not a culture. It's not a gender. It's a province. You live there. The bigger controversy for what I thought, which some people still are opposed to, is the whole seal clubbing thing. Because there's obviously not many places where hunting seals is legal. And it is in Canada, I guess, particularly in the the Newfoundlands or whatever. And maybe I thought I was just being stereotyped. Um, The biggest complaint seemed to be coming from Canadians saying it was just a cheap joke that wasn't that funny. But that it, it is too much of a stereotype. It would almost be like... If you had a stereotype, you know, of New York and, well, everybody's a criminal. Well, the Simpsons did that. Or a stereotype in Texas and everybody has a gun. I'm sure the Simpsons did that. I don't find a lot of people I know are saying this is incredibly offensive. But it's enough that it got a lot of people talking. And the the reception that the episodes had has been mostly about that and not about the funnier stuff that's actually in there. Well, the stereotype about Tasmanians is that we're all inbred and we have two heads. And, like, that's just the ongoing (laughs) joke. And if The Simpsons did that in an episode, I would be offended. I think that was great. Like, they're referencing Tasmania. And those stereotypes are only half true, okay? you know, only half of us. (laughs) You know, it depends on the day. you had an Australian episode. Like, there were a lot of cheap... Cheap jokes there too. How was that received? Well, I think because I mean that was the very first time I believe the Simpsons had ever done like an overseas episode. Like they'd gone and and impersonated another country. And I've read through a lot of that because I would have been too young because that would have been early nineties and I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons as a kid. Um, but I did read a lot of kind of stuff around the time and there was a bit like of, you know, people complaining, uh, like, oh, this is, you know, just cheap jokes and blah, blah, blah. But I think in the, in the grand scheme of things, we, we love it. The Australians just love the episode. It's like, I, I, it's one of my favorite episodes of the Simpsons. Um, and I just think it's just hilarious. And this is the thing though. Like it's, this is what comedy and parody does. I, I remember there was a controversy when they went to Brazil, like about 10 years ago and they sort of showed Brazil as being just disgusting and covered in rats and then like the brazilian government Mm. threatened to sue the simpsons and things like that like it's just i think at the end of the day if you get parodied by the simpsons that's a bloody big honor like i mean i think that's great i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure justin trudeau feels very honored right now it was hilarious (laughs) i actually honestly thought it was justin trudeau doing the voice at one moment there i'm like that's really (laughs) him but i mean i just think i said to you like the ottawa senators one was like the funniest bit when it's like and it's part of being given asylum you're given a hockey team not ottawa not ottawa we're sorry And, then, and did you catch the uh, the Quebec Nordiques rug that Lisa's adopted family had? Oh, no, I didn't see that bit. I didn't see that Oh, bit. that was great. I do like how she ends up talking to Justin Trudeau when she's in that school. And when it's whatever, like, oh, you can go have a Skype with him. Like, anyone can. <laughs> <laughs> the, the moment where Jamie lost it was, you know, because we talked about it only a couple of weeks ago, this whole SNC-Lavalin thing, which is... If you don't listen to the show every single week, and well, why would you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not on every single week. Uh, the prime minister is under like intense fire right now, where his approval rating is lower than what Donald Trump's is in the United States, uh, because he's been caught interfering in like a, a corruption trial with a big corporation, like basically saying sweep it under the rug, uh, and that goes against everything that he said that him and his party were about. And in the episode, it feels to me like it was a last minute joke. They probably had another joke to end on because I doubt they could have written that animated the whole episode Mm. that quickly. 
but they basically say something about the SNC Lavalin thing, and Justin Trudeau just sort of sneaks out of a window, like dives out a window and crawls down the side of a building, which Jamie was probably in tears laughing at that moment. <laughs> and and part of it is like you watch that and you're like, okay, I expect these jokes on Canadian television or Canadian comedy. But when you see a show that shouldn't even know about this and they reference it, to me, that makes it funnier. Like even the Newfie thing, I didn't find it a particularly funny joke, but I'm like, hey, they use the word Newfies, not a racial slur. It's a province. Um, (laughs) But it's funnier to me. And I I imagine that's kind of what some of the Australian stuff is to you, like the (laughs) B-E. B-E-E-B. Yeah. (laughs) Coffee. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> those jokes are somehow funnier because you, I know they're making fun of me, but they know who I am, you know? The be- the best bit, like among many bits of the Australian one, oh, I'm going to take this right up to the Prime Minister. <laughs> hey, Prime Minister, what? <laughs> Which, incidentally enough, our election's this week too, so we'll have our uh, third Prime Minister in about six months this Saturday, so uh, go Australia. Uh, I was about to make the joke that it's your third this year, but that's pretty close. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I, people go and watch it. It's it's quite funny. And people, you know, get don't roll your eyes and go, oh, it's The Simpsons. It's not funny anymore. But um, you know, <laughs> this episode quite funny. And then I don't know if you watched the one that came out a week later. It went back to being shit. So, uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> classic Simpsons. Uh, as always, fun to talk about. And I hope you get some sleep. Oh well, thank you. And I highly doubt it. <laughs> All right, time to close it off with the following things to say. Um, do you have anything, things to say? I don't. I'm just looking forward to making dinner. She's just sitting here. Yep. Um, it is May, um, which I just thought I would share. I don't know why I'm saying that. You've got like a stain on your glasses, like a white patch, like on the thing. Um, really old. Yeah. I've got new glasses and you do. How do you feel about that? You should wear your glasses. Don't take your glasses more off, off more often. You look pretty without your glasses. You well, look pretty with. with <laughs> you do look pretty with your glasses on too. But they just you're beautiful, no matter which way you look. Unless maybe you were like wearing a Collingwood jersey or something like that. Then I mean, you'd see. Oh, if I get that panda bear jumper. <laughs> um, what's the big deal with pandas? Again, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, they're cute, but I mean, like, you know, do you like pandas? I think they're cute. That's the extent of my panda relations. Um, I'd be a bit worried if you had other panda relations. What are you doing this week? A panda? Anywho, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And do we have Instagram? You ask me this every week. Not. (laughs) Subscribe (laughs) to us on Spotify, Stitcher, and other places. Wooshka. And and (laughs) we're not too happy with Wooshka. Um, And... MySpace, because we had that once, so... There you go. Find us on MySpace. Yes, indeed. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, remember to tune in to the Better Mail Variety Hour, Wednesdays, 8pm on Radio Southland. Remember to tune in to the Oz Network, theoznetwork.net. Remember to tune in to Eurovision. I think it's like eurovision.wordpress.com. Uh, 007's out there too. Qualifying lap exists, but we're kind of rebadging it. Off the podium, it's nothing really to do with the Olympics at the moment, so can't really do much with that. Um watch the news because shit happens each day and you should um and say hi to your brother for us because he's lonely i just i'm trying to come up with something i don't know uh until next week 
keep such oranges. Hope a cargo. And good night. <laughs>